Wow, and it's an exciting day on the Thriving Through Menopause podcast because this is the 200th episode. And I'm still kind of pinching myself, you know, to believe that I've released 200 episodes. And my heart is filled with gratitude, with gratitude for the 200 amazing guests that have joined me over the six seasons, sharing their passion, their wisdom, their knowledge. And I hope imparting to you, my listeners, sound bites, practical tips and tools that you can take away and use so that you can thrive through menopause. And of course, to you, my listeners, because podcasts are nothing without their listeners. I know that some of you have been here with me since the start. And some of you, maybe this is the first time you're dropping in on this podcast. Welcome. Welcome to this community and that you make this podcast. Let me just say that one more time. This podcast, if you haven't been here before, if you're a regular listener, drops every Tuesday. We're always focused on and we are focused on menopause, mind, body, and soul, because it isn't just a biological process. It's a whole life transition and a stepping stone to the next big chapter of our lives. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of my heart again. Welcome to this week's episode of Thriving Through Menopause. I am so delighted to have joining me somebody who talks about fitness, and more importantly, the importance of consistency. Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause, thank Kelly you. Howard. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you to all the listeners. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you. I mean, you have been working with fitness for a long time, I think, if that's true. You have coaching and courses, podcast uh, called Fit is freedom and you're known on fox tv for outdoor houston adventure so i think you're also all about adventure and fun if i, I, I am that right i am I, I think that it adds like that that special sauce that makes a difference absolutely totally um and i'd love to dive in and really talk about about fitness because a lot of us struggle it's not the easiest thing for, for a lot of women to get into and lots of role models that feel impossible on social media. I look at them right. and mm. So, yeah. I mean, have you ever personally failed at fitness? <laughs> again and again and again. It's one of those things we know we need to do. And and I just have to say to your to your notion about like certain people on social media, there are certain people that you just like you you see them and part of me is like holy for you good job, and the other part of me is like that's impossible, that's impossible, uh, and and I don't like having those thoughts. I mean those are the kind of thoughts that come with failing at mm -hmm. fitness, right? Uh, and over my life, yeah. I've I've been pretty active. Like that was, I've been fortunate in that, you know, I enjoyed a lot of activity, but I also found a time in life and it was right as I was going into menopause. So I'm going into menopause, taking care of my mother who is now in a wheelchair. Um, 
acting as general contractor for a new home. Um, and I just bought a new business. So like I had all these things, which of course, you know, we're all doing at that point. Right. And one day yeah. I woke up and I just couldn't get out of bed. Like it wasn't because I didn't want to get out of bed. It was because of the pain in my body. And I yeah. crawled to the bathroom. I mean, like pathetically crawled to the bathroom, crawled back. And it was a wake up call for me because I had spent my entire life being active and expecting my body to just keep up, right? Like, like as if what I call dialing it in, as if I could just like show up with my 50 yeah. year old body and do what I could with my 18 year old body. And by then my body was like, hey, Chica, we've, we've had a little bit of enough. Slow it down. Let's figure this out. Not stop at all, but figure out what I need to do differently so that I can work with my body going forward. Yeah. And I can so relate, and I'm sure the listeners can relate too. You know, I played a lot of tennis and squash. I had horses. And then, like you, I had a mother. My mother had dementia. I had a small child. My marriage went down the drain. And fitness, well, didn't really have right. any place, you know. I just didn't have the energy. So, I, I mean, I can relate that for some of us, there's this, you know, wall that hits it us. It does. And it's, it's, you know, we don't have the energy and we believe we've got to take care of everyone else first. And it's so hard to put ourselves first. But if we don't, I mean, we're going to be the person someone has to take care of. Yeah, and that's one of my things is I am not having someone helping me go to the toilet <laughs> when I'm 20. I am going to be able to go to that bathroom when well, I'm I'll have our lines. by myself. You know? <laughs> yeah, we have our lines, but, you know, that's one of my lines. I'm sorry, but I want to be able to do uh, that, you know, for as long as I can. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, but, you know. We see, as we said, a lot of ideals on social media. And I see women doing chin pulls and saying, I'm 60. And I'm thinking, well, I, I'm pretty strong. I can't do I couldn't do that when I, I was 25. So I don't know if I'm going to do that at 60. You know, I've never had great upper body, body strength like that. And yet some of those things are being set up as ideals for, for women. And you're an expert. I mean, how does that sit with you? Um, well... It, it comes back to that, you know, good for her and, and it's, it's a little bit of a, um, I don't know. It's, it's almost, this is the word a downer. Like it's a little bit of a downer for the people who are like myself. I, I can't do a pull-up, which is really sad because you'd think I should be able to, but I can't. It's one of those, it's one of those wannabes or wanna-dos. And I can do it with assistance, but I can't just like, and I will tell you this. I have a friend of mine who is a onstage bodybuilder. She's a little bitty thing, probably 10 years older than me, and she can't do it without assist. So there's, it's one of those things where sometimes you just have to look at what we're being presented with and say, A, is it really real? And B, does it matter to me? Like, does it matter? I mean, I know yeah. sometimes, yeah. like, yeah. I love um, adventure sports. Like, that's kind of my thing. 
And one of them is whitewater kayaking. Like I am, I love it. Mm-hmm. And it still terrifies me, but I love it. But I also find that I don't use a lot of my photos from, you know, that my friends take when I'm whitewater kayaking because it's, it's not applicable, applicable to the women that I work with. Like everybody would look at me and they'd be like, oh, I can't do that. So why should I listen to her? And it's not that they can't do that. It's that they just haven't had the chance to learn. Right. But at the same time, yeah, it's not, and they, they don't want to. Well, they may not they may not want to. I mean, a lot of people, I think, and I saw a recent survey that I've referred to before on this podcast from um, the Nuffield Institute in the UK, that nearly 60% of women in the UK in this midlife phase did no exercise at all in a given week. So, yeah, it's a different wow. start point. And I suppose my question to you is, how do we get that started and becoming a consistent yeah, how do we get started? Um, I guess there's, I can give you like two, two, two answers to that. Um, one of them, and this, this comes from, I was doing a class last night and I have someone who's been working with me for maybe a year and she's been working with me reluctantly, right? It's, it's been this funny, um, funny relationship where she just like fights me at every turn and has always shown me why she can't do something. And I'm, I'm a bit of a Pollyanna. So I'll be like, great. And why don't we try this? Right? Like, let's keep shifting, keep shifting, keep shifting. And she just came back from a big trip with me. And she said to me, she went, you know what? I realized something. And I think you've been, I think you've been trying to tell me this forever, but I just realized it like it hit me is that I'm doing this exercise so that I can do that, so that I can do all those things that I want to be able Uh to do. Right. And she said, I, she said, I really, I really get why I need to do these little things to be able to do the big things because she's at that point right now where she just can't like, like we said earlier, dial it in. Right. And so it it comes down to, I think oftentimes having something that that really, really matters to us, right? And when we can find that thing that really matters to yeah. us, then we can probably start moving better. Um, a for instance could be yeah. the grandkids. Like that's a big that's a big driver. Like a lot of people will say to me, "Yeah, I want to be the cool grandmother." You know, I want to be the one that takes them and does all the stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be the one who can't do anything <laughs> with them. No, that's a that's a driver because it's a it's a love driver, right? We we love those kids yeah. and yeah. or or our kids, whether it's kids or grandkids or whatever. We want to be able to be there for them. Yeah, so yeah. having that as a driver, um, it's what I like to call a north star. Like, what are your north stars? If you can find a couple of things yes. that matter, you know, and they might be things that they might be the you know you might you're either moving towards something or you're running away from something. You know, it could be the, the, I don't want to have the <laughs> yeah, fractured hips. Yeah. Um, or it could, you know, it's yeah. find that thing that's going to really light the fire for you. And then basically follow exactly what you had on your website, which is, you know, you've got the, the inspiration and the idea. And then, you know, you have to take it through all those steps. And 
and realize that there are going to be times when you you stop, right? Life gets in the way. Yeah. You stop. And all you do yeah. is restart. You don't beat yourself up and say, look at this. Yet again, I didn't follow through because that's what I see mostly is, well, yeah. you know, I've tried it all and it never works. Forget that. Just start again. Start again. I have to start yes. again. Like I came back from a trip two weeks ago, yeah. uh, about two weeks ago, week and a half. And when I got home, I worked like a crazy woman. What did my workout schedule look like? Yeah. Pretty dismal, quite frankly. Pretty Zero. dismal. Right? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Relax. And here's your schedule for this week. Start again. That's all we can do. And that happens to me too, you know, so I can so relate to that, you know, and I can relate to that in my life over and over in my life because that's being yes. human, isn't it? You know, I had a summer where I spent a lot of time working in this big garden. So then I don't feel like going to the gym when I've cut down trees and mowed the lawn and cut bushes. I'm thinking, well, I've actually had yeah. a workout here. Thank right. you very much, you know, and I have, you know, I haven't sort of sat in a chair. But now it's getting colder and it's winter and I go, better get moving a bit again. I know. You know? And, it's, it's just always coming back. Yeah. <laughs> always coming back to what you want. <laughs> <laughs> always coming back. You know, and you could, and I think the interesting thing, maybe you can reflect on this for me, Kelly, is that, you know, you're not starting from ground zero ah, when you come back. You have muscle such memory. Such a perfect and thing stuff. to say, yeah. right? And it's so true. And we don't. Yeah. I think that in general, we tend to be a little hard on ourselves. And so if we're not, you know, hitting perfection, then we're just not doing it, right? And every time you start over, you're never starting from where you were before. It's like it's like a rubber band, right? You stretch. No. And when it comes back, it yeah. never comes back to that rubber band perfectly where it was before. It's always a little bit more yeah. stretched. And that's how yeah. we are. And if we realize that every start yeah. over or or change actually has us at a little bit better, maybe a lot better, maybe a slightly better place than where we were before, that's what you celebrate, right? I mean, that's like if you can celebrate that yeah. and you can acknowledge it, yeah. then, then, I mean, you you're the you're on the you're the neuro neuroscientist here, but you know, when you can celebrate that, you get that dopamine hit, right? And when you get that dopamine hit, yeah. then it's yeah. easier to stay meditative. Um, you see, I am losing my words today. <laughs> it's that easier to stay motivated. motivated. <laughs> so you can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And well, exactly, because I think that's, that's true. I mean, we never, you know, if you've worked out and you have a break, maybe that's even for a few weeks, a few months, your body isn't what it was if you've That's never right. worked out. It's, and you you pick it up and then you have these hits as you say, and think, wow, you know, I picked that weight back up again or I got into that yoga pose or whatever it was because it doesn't actually matter what it was. It the doesn't matter. And, it. and you're, it, you're right. It just, um, you're just, you're always stair-stepping up. That's what I like people to think about is, mm -hmm. is if we do this, and we don't have to do big things. If we do it, though, we're always stair stepping up, and that's going to make yeah. that's going to make it so that nobody's taking you to the bathroom when when you're ninety five, right? 
Exactly. I think we're also setting huge expectations. I think sometimes women are, as we say, watching these people thinking, oh my goodness, you know, all I can lift is one kilo weights or all I can do is do basic yoga pose. Well, that's fine. I used to do lots of yoga, you know, and then it was my acupuncturist who said to me, I don't think this is very good for your neck. You need to do something different. Right. And for me, that was a big shock. You know, I thought I was really good. And he was like, yeah, something else. And it's, and I guess there's one piece in there that I, I would love to just like dive into is that we, we need to change what we do. Sometimes we change what we do because we're bored, right? We're, we're bored with the same old thing. It's time to shift something new. Sometimes we need to change what we're doing because it's not good for us. Um, there's, there's, we have to be willing to, to shift. Like I have, I have a client who, yeah. by gosh, she's going to run. <laughs> no way around it. Two <laughs> knee replacements, arthritis in the hips, and she's going to run. And, and I have suggested to her that maybe, maybe it's time to fitness flip, right? Fitness flipping is nothing more than, hey, you know what? This isn't working for me. What can I do over here? that's going to be better for me. And it's not, it's not yeah. that you're giving up all. It's not a give up. It's a, it's a, it's just a, it's a lateral move to something that's going to work a little bit better for you. That's all. Yeah. I think that I love the idea of fitness flip. And yes, I have had a lot of friends who've been runners and they definitely sort of sometimes hit that they want to run it's part of their thing and then yeah. they're in pain and then running isn't fun anymore that's about breaking through pain and we shouldn't be doing that whatever no, we do should we no do? it's it's like i mean i'm sure everybody has seen it it's and i'm going to call it i'm going to call it out on a guy it's that older gentleman who's shuffling down the road he's got one <laughs> one leg on <laughs> dragging he's got the shoulder up but yeah. by gosh he's gonna run and you're like oh man that just looks like a bad idea yeah it's not it's not good and when it when it hurts that's not where yeah. we want to be is it that's the body telling us that's yeah. not right so one of the things i think is important is about planning because i think this is, we talked about women not having enough time and everything gets it. So how do we, uh, beyond our North Star, begin to put together plans to ensure that fitness? Yeah. Happens? Okay. That, that's like probably my favorite thing because that's like the low hanging fruit. And all you need, like all somebody needs is a little bit of cardio, a little bit of resistance and a little bit of mobility. You, the mobility is usually is usually like the one thing that people really don't want to do. Then the resistance in the cardio, right? Like that's kind of the hierarchy of I don't want to do this. But if you can just have a little bit of that, and little is little to me, little is little. Like this morning, I had this this little like high intensity workout. Now my idea of high intensity workout does not include burpees. No way on God's green earth would it. It has, you know, it's an incline on a hill, it's ups and downs, and all I did was spend two minutes warming up, just two minutes. 
but it makes a difference. So, so you want to look at those things, those three pieces. You need to have an idea where you're starting from. Like if you haven't been moving at all, don't go all in. Like just don't. You will, you will end up with yeah. an injury or an unhappy body, and then you're going to be like right back to where you started from. But kind of have an idea. Yeah. And, and I won't go through this whole thing because it can take you and take me an hour to go through it all. But just think about this. If you're starting from, some, from zero, what I would call level one, two or three days with a little bit of cardio, 20, 30 minutes. That's it. Um, three or four days with a little bit of mobility, maybe five minutes. And then resistance training, which <laughs> most people have resistance to resistance, right? So the resistance training needs to be, it needs to be there. We need it. We lose muscle. We lose bone. We need it. You know, yeah. we just need it. Yeah. So a couple of days, yes. 10, 20 minutes. Find somebody online or somebody in your area that is, you know, knows what they're doing. Um, no yeah. disrespect to young male personal trainers, but <laughs> prefer not to use a young male personal trainer because they don't have the same bodies we do. And they don't understand that no. we need to do things a little differently. So you've got those things. And then all you do, and for me, it's on Sunday evening. Sunday evening, I sit down. I get out my calendar for the week. I look at the weather because we have to, like, know what's coming up. And if you know, there's going to be, like, this week, it's been torrential downpours where I am. So I knew that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do, you know, some resistance training inside. Um Tuesday, I'm going to be wet. And Thursday, I'm going to go to a garage where I'm not going to get wet. So, um, but just look at, look at the weather, write out your calendar, give yourself days off. Absolutely. Rest yes. is imperative. Give yourself what I love to call a wild card. And a wild card is that thing that you love to do that also involves some moving. Like it could be gardening, right? could be um, hiking. It could huh? be, you know, snowshoeing. Yeah. It's, it's whatever it is, that thing that you love to do. Add it in there because we've got to be having fun. And then write your calendar out. Write your schedule out for the week. Click it off as you do it because, of course, our brains love to click it off. And if you have to switch a day around, you switch it around. Mm -hmm. It's it's, And yeah. I guess the last thing yeah. to say about that is if you're hitting 80%, good for you. I mean, that's 80% is perfect. Yeah. If you're hitting 90%, you're yeah. on fire. And if you're hitting 100%, you probably need to make it a little bit tougher. Yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. So so really, I mean, cardio can be of a course, power it can be, can't it? And if you haven't been walking, it could just be a walk down the street and back. Like It might be a slow walk, yeah. right? Like you just start where yeah. you're at. Yeah. Pay attention to your surroundings. Like, you know, I mean, make sure that you're stepping properly. Like where I live, our street is have these yeah. cavernous drops into the middle of it. And yeah, you, know, you just pay attention and and you just go out and do it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I'm grateful for the dog. She's extremely strong and pulls like a tank, so off we go. You know, that's my that's my cardio. It's a bit more than 20 minutes, but she, you know, but that, that for me is, you know, if the weather's bad, we don't do it as much, yeah. but yeah, 
And a resistance really is important, but that can be bands. It can be it can squats, be can't body it? weight. Um, it doesn't have yeah, to be bands. huge weights. You don't have to go to the gym. Like yeah. a lot of people will say right up to me, right up front, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm like, great, don't go to the gym. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of the gym. I have to go there and then I'm like, uh. but you know, yeah. With little hat you can work with weights, Pilates, yeah. squats, yeah, there's whatever. So many things. Can't you? Little push ups on your knees, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And ten minutes isn't much. I mean you can find plenty of people doing short fifteen minute yes. things online. I mean ten minutes it's like I have to I have a quote on my wall from one of my clients and I have to read it to you. She says you don't have to kill yourself to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, she's right. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Ellie, that's excellent. The thing but is, you know, a body yeah. in motion stays in motion. So if you're doing 10 minutes, of, you know, twice a week of resistance, then you're going to get, your body's going to get to that point where it's like, hey, I crave this. Let's step it up. You know? And you go to 20 yeah. minutes. Then you can do two yeah. times 15 or two times 20. Yeah. And I really think once you start going over half an hour, you, you're working quite hard. It, yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I have a friend of mine here who has a gym where I live, and he's he has 17 oh, nice. workouts for his client. Nice. Yeah. So that's what they do. I mean, they go around the machines and that, but um, that feels really quite good. I mean, you know, and then you just make it make it heavier. If you want to yeah, work harder. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and then the mobility. What do you classify as uh, mobility, so Kelly? The reason I use mo the word mobility is that you probably grew up in the same same mindset I did, which was people would always say, do you stretch before or after you work out? Like there was never this decision. People, you're like, I don't know. You know, it's always like this this debate. And what I started looking at was that stretching like just static stretching doesn't seem to do it for us and so the mobility becomes more like um just moving the joints typically in circular motions i mean i follow a couple of different people who do this i mean one of them is a gentleman named kelly starrett and he is he's interesting in that he used to be huge in the crossfit like this was like he was one of the first crossfit people out there and now he's like Right. Let's all warm up with some good mobility <laughs> instead of, you know, <laughs> beating our bodies up. And, you know, it can yeah. be as simple as yeah. there's this joke among my clients, but like first you start with ankle rolls, then you squat down and you do knee rolls. Everybody's like, oh, there's Kelly knee rolling again. Makes a huge difference. And it doesn't have to be more than, yes. you know, shoulder rolls, hip rolls, knee rolls. Yeah. Yeah, a little wiggle in the back end and it just yeah it's and it I will I'll say this real quick but I I like to use myself as an as a like a guinea pig. So last year I did this three different times where I went out on a hike without warming up. Like just went out and went. You know? Just went. <laughs> and then yeah. um the next yeah. week I would go out on the same exact hike with basically the same environmental um Op options going on in the world and then I would warm up 10 minutes that's it what I found every time I did yep. the warm-up was I was faster I felt better and I got done mm -hmm. with my whole body feeling a whole lot more comfortable than it did when I started out cold 
and it was just 10 minutes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I do with Qigong. People think Qigong is very gentle, but I mean, it's quite strong on the body, actually. And I do 10 minute warm ups with my, all my classes. Um, I'm going to teach one later tonight. And we do warming up from the toes, the, the ankles, the hips, the knees, the shoulders, the neck and the head, the hands. It's not that hard, but the way we feel and the way we experience the Qigong practice is completely different than jumping Isn't in and that, trying to you know, do the practice. I, why didn't I say, yeah. you tell us about mobility because you're the one, you know this. Right. And you experience in every class Mm -hmm. and the people who work with you experience it in every class because it's a big difference. Huge and very important because we we're warming up the body and we have lots of issues with knees and ankles as we get older. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You mentioned earlier, Kelly, that you were really into fun and adventure. I mean, you're a kayaker in your own right, but what? is the role of fun in, in oh, fitness I love that for question. you and for your clients? Um, I think that a lot of us grew up thinking that fitness was all about how we look. You know, we need to get to that, that perfect ideal, and that's fitness. To me, fitness is what can you do with the body you're taking care of? And one of the things, like my entire life, I have been accused of trying to get people to play more. I just, what I do, right? I don't know. It just happened. Um, But what I notice is that when people play more, they have more fun. And then it's like that, the woman I spoke about earlier, they come back from that fun, like maybe it's a retreat I lead or something like that. They come back from that and now they have a higher level of desire to do the things they need to do so they can have more fun. And it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy, right? <laughs> Virtuous cycle, I would say, of being and loving, loving all of this. Oh, I yeah, so important, it really isn't is. it? I mean, <laughs> I think fitness and I grew up in I went in the UK and I was <laughs> sport and stuff did not involve fun. It involved cold, muddy fields and the children being made to go out in not in right. clothing, you know. I don't know where that came from, you know. <laughs> or to, like for myself, I was so that, I was the littlest I was the littlest person in the class. Nobody wanted me in dodgeball. Like right? I was always the person standing there very end getting picked for whatever. And it was it was not fun. It was debilitating. You know? Yeah. So fun Fun matters. I think that's what you get sometimes when you go outside yeah. as well, don't you? Like for me, for you, it's kayaking. For me, I love swimming outdoors or walk, hiking outdoors because it's, I get something more than just Oh, we do, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Just to me, and I mean, you know, study after study after study is showing it. Just being outside changes us. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I love this. We've got our North Stars. We've got our plans. How do we stay accountable? And I know you talk about yeah. led accountability. So we put everything in place, but how do we stay on this path? So <laughs> it's a couple of things, right? There's a couple of ways of doing it. Like 
personally, I believe that in the end, what we're really striving for is 100% accountability to ourselves. But that's not a realistic place to start. Because if we haven't had a lot of, you know, a lot of success and starts that kept on going, then it's, it, it pulls us away. So first thing is, I like people to realize that motivation is not something you're born with. It is a learned skill. And, and if you say, I'm just not motivated, it's, it's what you're really saying is, I just haven't learned how to be motivated. So, so know that, right? Don't feel like you can't, like people have said to me before, oh, I'm not as driven as you. Like, no, you're just not as trained at driving yourself as I am. So first, layered accountability. You need something, you need something. <laughs> Let me talk about the big bad three first. Okay. The big bad three. <laughs> One of them yeah, is your best friend. That, but... Okay. When you use your best friend as your accountability buddy, um, what happens? Well, your best friend's job is to make you feel good, right? And if you've had a bad day and you text her and you go, hey, you know what? I had this awful day and I don't feel like going and working out. Her job is to say, well, then don't. Let's go get a glass of wine. Like, you know, I don't want you, oh, I don't yeah, want you to feel bad. Yeah. No, that's why you don't use your best friend. <laughs> and very similar is if you have a life partner. It's the same thing, except that person knows every trigger in the world. And their job is to keep you on the couch eating pizza with the remote in your hand, because if you're not, you're going to try and get them to go exercise with you, right? So usually not a good accountability buddy. Um, and then the third piece is that a lot of people think that an online app is going to keep them accountable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> Like no. apps, <laughs> apps work a little bit, but they only work to the extent that you work them. So you can ignore the app. You can yeah. swish it away. You can turn off its notifications, <laughs> which you sure. can't do with your with your life <laughs> <Sure> partner, <can. laughs> right? No. <laughs> so so know those going in. But you know, if you want an accountability buddy, don't yeah. grab those people. Um, but you can start with like. Yeah the very bottom of accountability could be an app, right? Like, but know that it's not going to be that great for you, but you know, it could be an app. I usually like adding to the next, like if you're thinking of a pyramid, you've got that bottom low hanging fruit app. Next one up is maybe having um, something to plan for, right? Maybe a 5k yes. or a class with you or, you know, a lady one time showed up at a hike with me and she's, she gets out of her car. She has a cane, not a, not a, not a trekking pole, but a cane. And she was like, I just wanted to prove that I could get here. For her, that was, you know, the next step of accountability. What she didn't know was she didn't know me. So we made her go with us. <laughs> and she had a ball. <laughs> right. That's Whoops. really good. <laughs> so yeah. that was group accountability. And group accountability could be yeah. joining classes. It could be, um, you know, like with me, I do a lot of accountability inside of our groups and we use texts and we use a lot of different accountability that way. But you don't have to have somebody like mm -hmm. me. You can um, find that accountability within um, classes, maybe a coach, 
um, someone like you who takes yes. them to a class and, and keeps them moving. But you're just yeah. moving your way up yeah. that pyramid and you're using as much as you possibly can. Somewhere in there, it has to be, you have to enjoy it. And somewhere yeah. in there, and when I say enjoy it, I believe me, not every workout I do, I'm enjoying. Like, it's not like, woohoo. It's more like, woohoo, when I get done, <laughs> right? But some of them, some of those workouts are really, really fun. Whether it's, you know, maybe I go to a yin yoga class or um, yoga nidra or something like that. And that becomes very, you know, fun and refreshing to me. But you just keep moving it up and you think of all the different ways you can use accountability, which is community and, you know, yeah. all of it. Yeah. And and be willing to, yeah. to ask for help. Be willing to, you know, look for the classes where they're going to, you know, give you a little bit of push. But just know that eventually, one day, you're going to get to that point where all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to that class because I'm enjoying it. Not because I need the instructor to tell me what to do and poke me. I'm doing it because I'm enjoying it. And I'm doing this because I see the reason for being like this. And that's when accountability yeah. just becomes, yeah. you know, a self-fulfilled prophecy. That's beautiful. And I, I'm sure lots of us can relate to that. I mean, I recognize so much of that accountability in that when I sign up to do a course, like I've signed up now to, I don't, I'm really bad at going to the gym. I don't enjoy going there and working out on my own. You know, it's like, but I signed up for a 10 week course and I'll yeah. be there every single time because it's 10 weeks, 10 or she has 10 or 12 or 15. It's not particularly cheap, but I know that I'll be there every single time to do that. I know that if I book a Qigong instruction a whole Saturday or something, I yeah. will go. Because there's an accountability for me to be there and I enjoy it. And then I think, oh, I like that. I'll come again. Isn't that so true? And, you know, you don't have to, like, people don't have to go to the gym. Like, I've, I, I very seldom go to the gym these days. Uh, it's just, it's kind of arduous for me to get there. So I have everything set up in my house yeah. and it doesn't take much. Just yeah. make it, you know, make it easy for yourself. Yeah. Fun. yeah. Be join a hiking group. If you have like me a oh, dog, yeah. you don't you don't have a choice. Yeah. A dog's, dog's a great, great accountability yeah. partner. Because you have to walk that dog every oh, my day. Gosh. <laughs> even if it's raining and cold. But but you know, that's the accountability that I know that I'm going if it's very cold, I do mm. short walk. If it's better weather, then that's a good forty five minutes of power walking with this dog and she's strong and fit. And I love it because it yeah. makes me go out and yeah. move. <clears throat> yeah. Kelly, it is a pleasure talking to you, you about, you know, your, your whole approach, so much, you know, goodness and wisdom and, and common sense, you know, which I think gets a bit lost in this uh, fitness world sometimes and so much more accessible for people. So I'm so grateful that you've oh, come on. You to the program and share this. How can people get in touch with you and find ways to so work? So the you? easiest way is just to go to my website. Everything's on there. It's fitisfreedom.com. And, you know, you can find everything there. Look at pictures of people having lots of fun. Get inspired, hopefully, because I want people to be inspired. 
And that's, that's the easiest way. And I truly appreciate you having me on here because what a wonderful podcast you have and your audience obviously loves you. So thank you. Oh, well, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And we'll put your details in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I enjoyed my conversation with Kelly. She was the perfect guest for the 200th episode. You know, she's been there, she's done it, and she's inspiring other women to put fitness at the front and center of their life because of our special requirements to stay strong, to build muscle mass, to take care of our bones and our hearts, and to keep some of that weight in a healthy range. So massive thank you to Kelly, and I hope you found a lot of what she said about consistency and small steps really valuable. Next week, I am going to be joined by Quinnin Vaughan, and it's a great interlude into the holidays as we talk about slow living and her passion for slow botanicals. Seems like a lot of us would like to slow down and not speed up at this time, and I hope that you'll join me. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you like this podcast and what we're doing, to like, subscribe, and share it with another woman who might benefit from what we talk about here. Until next time, go well. <laughs>